Today we're going to talk about some self-care tips for moms. Now, some of these tips are going to seem a little bit counterintuitive because you might be thinking, why are you talking about this? Now, I know we all have ideas in mind for what we would like to do to take care of ourselves. But what we really have a challenge with is finding the time or making the time to actually take care of yourself. So we're going to focus on that a little bit more than the actual what you might do to take care of yourself. Although we will talk about that as well. Hey there, my name is Jackie and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. So I think that you might be feeling overwhelmed. I know I feel this way sometimes. And you might have a chaotic schedule and you might be so busy taking care of everyone else that you aren't taking care of yourself. So I really believe that self-care for moms is important and it's especially essential for homeschooling moms. Now as a homeschooling parent, you can't underestimate the value of taking care of yourself. I believe that when you aren't at your best, it is difficult to be the person or the parent that you want to be. Now with this in mind, let's consider a few simple things that you can do to free up your busy schedule. I think it's time to plan for your own needs so that you can better take care of yourself and your family too. Real quick, I want you to know that If you need help planning more effectively, if you need help getting organized or scheduling, I have opened up times in my calendar to help parents like you, to help homeschooling parents specifically. So be sure to check the blog post that goes with this episode and you will find a link to book a call, a free call with me. All right, let's get back to the episode. Let's dive into 12 practical tips that will lead to regular self-care for moms. Again, we're going to be practical. While you can schedule an occasional outing for yourself, what you need is a realistic plan for regular self-care. So what we want to do is set you up for success, and that begins with running your household efficiently. So yes, there are definitely times that busy moms need to get someone to watch the kids now, (laughs) I've been there, and just leave the house for a while. However, wouldn't it be better if you set yourself up for some guilt-free time? This is the secret here. It is setting yourself up for that guilt-free time. Now again, here's a little warning. Some of these self-care tips are going to seem counterintuitive. You're going to think doing this stuff isn't taking care of me, but I believe that it is taking care of you and it is how you get to where you can schedule regular self-care time. So again, you likely have ideas about what you would do if you had some time to take care of yourself. And what you really need is help figuring out how to find the time you need to do something for you. All right, 
let's talk about how you can create a slice of time for yourself. And I do believe that time is sort of like a pie. There is a whole pie and you can give all of it away or you can have a slice of it for yourself too. Okay, first steps first. I think you need to recognize that you are a woman first. Yes, you might be a wife and you're definitely a mom, but first and foremost, you are a human. And I think just like the rest of your family, you have needs and wants and desires and you need to take a moment to acknowledge this fact by looking in the mirror and saying, I am a woman first. I have needs too. And I'm really dead serious. <laughs> you can step in your bathroom, go to your bedroom, go to a private space and just genuinely look at yourself and say, I am a woman. I have needs too. I am a human. I have needs too. And I think so often we focus on everybody else around us that we neglect ourselves. And again, I think you've got to take care of yourself to take care of everybody else well. Now, you could go a little bit further and you can make a quick list of some of the things that you would like to do or have. And I know just right off the top of your head, I'm thinking I would love to go to this local winery and have a glass of my favorite wine. I want to go to the hot springs. And if you don't know what a hot springs is, it's like a big swimming pool, but it's water that comes out of the ground and it's naturally hot. There are a few of them near us that I love. And this is what I want to do very soon. In the next two weeks, I am going to take a day and either go alone with my husband or all alone and do this. I might do another day with my kids too, but I need a day for me. So this is what I'm planning to do. And I will likely take a day all alone. I love having time all by myself. You might be that way as well. So those are things right off the top of my mind that I think I would like to do. And I would like to do this soon. So you can make your own list of things that you would like to have or like to do soon. Let's see, another thing right now, I feel so grateful because we are getting new carpet in our house. This is a huge deal. But when all of this is said and done, I'm getting new bath towels for our bathroom. It's just like this little thing. Yes, I have towels, but I want nice fluffy bath towels. And that is just like this little act of love for myself. And nobody else really cares. I care about that. I care about it. So these are things that I want or I want to do. Make a list for yourself as well. Okay, next, you need to plan for sleep. And I mean it, plan for sleep. Everyone is happier when they get enough sleep, you included. You know, as a parent, sleep doesn't just happen. <laughs> you know, when your kids, before kids, you could just go to sleep go to bed. And uh, that doesn't just happen for parents. So if you have young children, they might be waking you up multiple times a night. So they're waking up and you are waking up. If you have teenagers, they might want to stay up later than you. I go through this a lot right now where my oldest daughter is taking college classes as a homeschool high school student and she is staying up late, finishing papers, doing finals, all of these things. And I'm going to bed before her. That's just the way it is. So 
Decide what time you would like your family to be in bed and back it up from there. I really did this a lot when my kids were really young. And right now, like I said, my oldest daughter is in her finals hour. My younger daughter, she's serious about her sleep. She makes sure she goes to sleep at a reasonable hour. So there are times where you're going to be up a little later, but overall in your normal day-to-day schedule, I think it is really important to plan for sleep. Let's say you have younger children and it's really that, go to bed. (laughs) So when my kids were young, like eight o'clock or 8.30, that was it. That was bedtime. I was done for the day and I needed them to be in bed. So I literally worked through this in my own mind when my kids were young and I went, okay, if I want them in bed at eight, which by putting it at eight and not 8.30, that gave me like this 30 minute window where I'm still all right if we make it till, (laughs) if it's by 8.30, but you back it up. So you might need to start at five and it might look like this. Dinner prep is at five. Dinner and cleanup is at six. Bath time is at 6.45. Reading is at 7.30. Tucking your kids in bed at 8.15. And that ensures that you give you, because you can't say I'm the kids are going to bed at 8.15 and think they're just going to go to bed and you walk out. We all know that's not the way that goes. You tuck them in, you sit there and you chat a few minutes, whatever. And so it takes a little bit of time to actually tuck them in. And then you head on out. And then that's when you have your bedtime routine. Now, when my kids were really young and actually to this day, we still tidy up before we head to bed. I believe that tidying up is self-care. You know why? Because when I get up the next morning, if I am starting my day in a house that is a disaster, I struggle all day long. And if I start my day though, where the sink is clean, the dishwasher's been run, all I have to do is unload it. It's like I just get started on the right foot and everything works out. So tidy up before you go to bed. I really do believe that your environment is a reflection of your mind. I think it is really difficult to be clear-headed when your home is a mess. Being clear-headed is an act of self-care. So if in your mind your home is tidy and clean, it helps you, it helps you get through the day. And I really think that when you tidy up your home, you will tidy up your mind too. Now, regardless of how old your kids are, I think there are always things that need to be done at the end of the day. So by making a daily practice of tidying up your home before going to bed, you are going to be ahead of the game the next day. So I think there are two main steps you can take to keep a tidy home. Number one is tidy up your kitchen at the end of the day. Getting the dirty dishes, the cluttered counters, all of that dealt with at the end of the day sets you up for success the following day. Number two, put a load of laundry in your washing machine every night. You don't necessarily need to start it, but the next morning, if you build it into your daily habits, you can just push start on that washing machine and it gets that going. I always say a load a day keeps the laundry at bay. Now it's two loads a day keeps the laundry at bay. But now that my kids do their own laundry, for me, it's one load a day keeps the laundry at bay. So that is a really great way to set yourself up for success. Okay. Now, mamas, I'm sorry if you're like, 
really all of this is like all about cleaning the house, not taking care of me, but it is taking care of you. When your home is in order, you are taking care of yourself and you are setting yourself up to have time for yourself. So we're going to get to that time for yourself, but you first have to set yourself up for success. All right, now we talked about tidying up before you head to bed. Now that to me is part of that beginning of the bedtime routine and I have my family help. I certainly don't do all of that myself, no way. The next thing is create your own bedtime routine. So really what you're doing is your habit stacking. You just build in habits that you do every single night and you're on autopilot as you get ready for bed. Now, something that you might not have thought of, certainly you already brush your teeth, shower, you know, do whatever you gotta do to get in bed. But here are a couple other things you can do. Write down, before you go to bed, three things you want to accomplish the next day and how you need to feel to get those things done. Do you need to feel energetic? Do you need to feel focused? How do you need to feel? Because your circumstances cause your thoughts your thoughts, so you have the thought now of what you need to get done the next day. Your thoughts cause your feelings. How do you need to feel? (laughs) And then your actions and then your results. So plan for your feelings so that you have the actions you need to get the results you want the following day. I know that's a lot. And later on, I link to some other articles in here that help you with these things. All right, now another thing you might want to do is take a moment to find something that you are thankful for. You might consider ending the day by writing in a gratitude journal, by simply focusing on three things that you're grateful for each and every day. You're going to bed with your mind in a better state, a grateful state, and then as far as also by having written down what you want to accomplish the following day, your mind will work on those things for you while you sleep. And so you get up and you get moving. This is all part of setting yourself up for success to take care of yourself. So I really believe our habits (laughs) make a big difference in our ability to take care of ourselves. Now, plan morning routines. I used to think this was just, normal that all of these things that I'm talking about but as I talk to more and more people I realize that a lot of people don't necessarily have these habits or weren't really taught these things and all of these things make such a difference so morning routines first let's talk about if your kids are older if your kids are older and they're able to get their morning started on their own you can plan a morning routine for self-care and you should do it This could include journaling, exercising, showering, making your own bed before greeting the family because you're taking care of yourself right out of the gate. And that is an act of self-care and self-love. Now, if your children are younger or let's say you're the mom of a a newborn baby or you have toddlers that are getting up several times a night, I believe an act of self-love here is giving yourself some grace. If you have really young kids, consider sleeping in until your kids get up. Now, I want to give you a little tip that a friend of mine shared with me years and years ago. When her kids were old enough to read a digital clock, she would tell them like the number seven looks like a candy cane. You can get up before the 
the number seven, but you must stay in your room until you see the candy cane on the clock. So she, in essence, taught her children to just entertain themselves before 7 a.m. She needed that time to get going for the day and be ready for her kids. And I think that is an act of self-love as well by teaching your children, stay in your rooms until there's that seven or until I come and get you. This is what you need to do. Yes, you can go out and go to the bathroom, but then you go back to your room. You don't mess around in the rest of the house. And so if your children are younger and you're getting up multiple times a night, I think sleep is really important. I know this is what I did when my children were younger. I slept a little later. And no, I didn't have the same self-care routine I have right now. My kids are high school age. I can do things differently than I could when my kids were younger. So I also want to encourage you though to recognize that your sleep routine really does begin in the morning when you first get up. So consider having like, this is my deadline. I don't sleep past 7.30, period. You know, and I know, I know it's hard when you have younger kids. Routines are harder, but you've got to build it in for yourself in some way, shape, or form. Next is on these self-care tips is to get outside daily. I really believe that whether you go by yourself or you go with a close friend or you connect with your kids while taking a walk, you will reap plenty of benefits by getting some fresh air. According to WebMD, some of these benefits of getting outdoors include improved sleep, better focus and creativity, less anxiety, a healthier weight, a better immune system, and better mental health. I have always been a pretty outdoorsy person and I like getting outside and I hope you do too. Now, if you go to the website, you'll find some videos as well that give you some other ideas. So be sure to visit homeschoolthinktank.com slash self-care for moms. Another thing you can do is a thought download. Now, if you haven't heard of this term, a thought download is simply putting your thoughts down on a piece of paper. Now, you might have done a thought download to create a list of to-do items. However, you can also download other thoughts as well. You can write down your problems, your goals, or anything else that comes to mind. When you write down your thoughts, your mind will start working through any issues or goals even when you aren't consciously thinking about them. Now, you might consider doing this on a daily basis. I encourage it. I even have a little notebook that <laughs> it's a little spiral notebook. And I have one that says daily thought download so that I can have somewhere to just jot down anything I think about. And then I can sort of organize my thoughts from there at a little bit later time. But even if I never get to it, it's helpful. Let's see. So do this on a daily basis. And I think an, a nice way to get your thoughts flowing, if you want to do this in a really intentional way, is to take a short walk and download your thoughts while you're walking. You can just do it in your voice recorder if you want, or at the end of your walk in a notebook. And you can even pause and just put little notes in your phone or in a notebook. I am a believer in handwriting though, and writing things down because you tend to work things through your mind better when you write them down and remember things better when you write it down. And there's research to show that as well. And I have an episode all about handwriting and you can look at that episode for a little bit more information about that. 
All right. <laughs> Another thing you can do to take care of yourself is take the time to eat. Are you like me? Do you get hangry if you don't eat? I think if you want to be a happy mom, then you need to eat nutritious foods. And you might want to sit down and take a lunch break with your kids. Or if you have younger kids, and I remember when my children were really little, I tended to stand at the bar and they would sit on the bar stools and have their lunch. And I was just doing all the things and visiting with them. And then I would eat sometimes after they went down for a nap. Other times I would sit there and eat with them. Take the time to eat. It is so easy to neglect our own nutritional needs. And then what happens is we end up snacking on oftentimes not so healthy foods. And that goes against eating nutritious foods. So take the time to eat a nutritious lunch. All right. Another thing, remember to drink water. So yes, water consumption is important. It helps you keep your energy high when you drink plenty of water each day. Okay, another tip for self-care is make a plan for household chores. Recognize which chores must be done daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly. Now those daily things, I think it's important to build in the habit of doing them daily. Your weekly things, you might want to have a habit of doing them on certain days of the week or having your children do these things on certain days of the week or your spouse, your monthly things. So maybe you schedule, say the first Monday of each month to do oddball types of things that need to be done. And quarterly, sort of the same thing. You get the gist here and you set yourself up for success so it doesn't just get terrible, right? Now, I do think it is helpful if you can to get help with your home in some way. So maybe a housekeeper, maybe there is somebody you know where you can do a meal delivery service or even if it's not like a restaurant, there are people who will come in and do meals for you once a week. And then all you have to do is put them in the stove to get cooked. I haven't done this, but it's one of my goals to do this in the next year is to get help with meals. At our previous home, we had yard guys that came in once a week. It made a huge difference because we had a really high maintenance yard at that home. This house, we live out in the country. Yard guys aren't coming out to this area. So maybe at some point I will have a ranch hand to help us. We're not there yet, but these are things I have in my mind that I want to plan for that. But I do delegate a lot of the chores. My kids do all their own laundry. My husband helps a lot. My kids definitely have chores around the house. I do not do it all. No way. I am not willing to do everything around this household. And I expect my family to help me. And I hope that you expect your family to help you as well. Now, if you have really young children, that's a little different story. But, you know, if you're married and you have a spouse, get them on board to help you. But P.S. Don't be grumpy about it. Be sweet about it. You're not going to get any help by being grumpy. <laughs> you got to be sweet. So anyway, that's, that's my take. I always get more help when you are when you ask for help rather than demanding help and then you are grateful for the help as well the other part of getting more help here is to not be too picky 
Okay, I'm going to just go off on a little tangent here. I know of moms who will tell their kids to clean the bathroom and then they go in and they clean the bathroom after them. And I even had a mom tell me this once. She said, my son said, I don't even know why you have a spa. Do it, mom, because you just go in and do it anyway. Let me tell you what, if I do something after my kids, I make sure they don't see me do it. I don't let them see me do it because that disincentivizes them and even let's say they clean the bathroom and I think it should be a little bit better. Maybe a day or two later, I go in there and tidy it up. I don't do it right away. My brother used to unload the dishwasher and load the dishwasher and he, my dad didn't nitpick. It didn't matter how the dishwasher was loaded. And I actually found myself starting to nitpick with one of my kids once and I went, mm, nope, it doesn't matter. And quite frankly, if something gets melted, oh well, I would rather have help and buy a new plastic container than to do it all myself. <laughs> so I'm just saying, don't be nitpicky. That is how you get help. All right, let's move on. Now, the next thing is decluttering your home. I genuinely believe the less you have, the less you have to do. More items equates to more pickup, more organizing, more cleaning. When you have less stuff, you have more time for the people and things that matter to you. And yes, this includes you. You will feel like you have larger amounts of time available to you when you have less stuff. I'm telling you, get less stuff. And if you need or have less stuff, if you need help with any of these things, there is a link to book a free call with me. I love helping homeschooling moms get organized. Organization is my jam. Planning is my jam and I can help you with this. So if you need help creating a game plan to declutter, to create a game plan to set yourself up for success, then by all means go to the link that goes with this podcast and you will find a booking call and you can book a free 30 minute call with me and I will help you set up a plan. I will meet you where you are in your life as far as where you need help getting organized and planning. All right, next thing, plan for me time. I'm telling you, you have to plan for it. It doesn't just happen. And what happens if you wait for it to just happen is your lack of time to yourself and to take care of yourself. It's like it builds up and then you poof, you explode, right? And you're just suddenly in this state of, I need time for me now. And instead of waiting for that to happen, plan to take care of yourself on a regular basis. And this needs to be where it is about you. So let's get, talk about me for a minute. I know I want to plan a day to go to the hot springs in the next two weeks. I would like to do that with my husband as well. I think it would be really enjoyable. I would like to do it a little bit later with my whole family, but guess what? I am going to do that all by my lonesome in the next two weeks. I'm going to get it on my calendar. Why not the next week? Because I have carpet guys here next week. That is unrealistic for me to do it. But can I plan that for the following week? Yes, I can take that time for myself and I will because I need it because I've been working so hard. I know if I don't plan a day for me, I'm going to have a moment where I go poof and explode. 
I need time for myself to be in my own head without people chattering in my ear. That's what I need. And that is my number one way of rejuvenating myself. It is not to be with others. It is to be alone. All alone. And I'm telling you, when I go to the hot springs, I have this huge hat. Like, <laughs> um, you know, the sun hat, the big round one. And I love it because I can shape it to where I can chit chat with other people, but I can also pull it down. <laughs> so it's like really over my face and <laughs> like you really can't see me. And I am unapproachable because this hot springs I go to, I love it. There's always somebody to chit chat with. If you want to chit chat and just have sort of mindless chatter with people you don't know. And I do enjoy that, but it is a great time, place to go for solitude as well. And I set myself up for success while I'm there because sometimes you get in one of these hot tub things and there are people there that want to chat your ear off. And if I don't want to chat, guess what? I'm not going to do it. And I just pull my hat down and don't make eye contact. <laughs> so I'm planning for this. What are you doing to plan for some me time? Maybe for you being all alone isn't the thing. Maybe it is getting together with a group of girlfriends or doing something with your very best friend, whatever. If that's what you want, then plan for it. Now, I think it is important to have some time for yourself daily, even if it's just an extra long hot shower or meditating for 10 minutes or weekly. Here's something I do each and every week for myself and I take care of myself. Now I did, I had to cancel last week and I had to cancel next week because of our carpet and all of our home improvement projects. But that is so rare. I by and large am at this appointment each and every single week. And here's what it is. I take piano lessons. I love playing the piano and I have a piano teacher and I'm learning so much about music theory and I know I'll be writing my own music at some point. That is taking care of me. And when I practice playing the piano, that is taking care of me. Yes, my family is all around me. People are here. My pets are here. But I'm taking care of myself in those moments. It rejuvenates me. I love it. That is a way that I take care of myself. How do you take care of yourself? Oh, here's another way I've taken care of myself in the past. And I'd like to get back to it. When my kids were really young, at nap time, I scrapbooked almost every day. I didn't do household. I did a few minutes of household chores, but then I took an hour and I went and I scrapbooked baby books, all the things when they were really young. Loved it. So those are ways that you can take care of yourself as well. Now, here's the thing. Make arrangements to spend time with yourself. Let's say there's something special you want to do once a month. You need to get it on the calendar. You need to make the arrangements for childcare, whether it be your spouse staying home with the children or your mother or your best friend, or you're swapping a day with another homeschooling mom. It doesn't matter how, but you make that plan. Maybe even make a backup plan if the person you're making plans with isn't overly dependable, but try, try to find somebody dependable, okay? And you keep that appointment with yourself like it's a doctor's appointment like it's with somebody else. So oftentimes we make appointments with other people and we'll keep those appointments. But when we make an appointment with ourselves, we let it go. You don't do that. You make an appointment with yourself and you keep it. Here's one way, one appointment you can do if you need help. Book that 
30-minute call with me. I have a few openings coming up in the next couple of weeks, and I update my calendar on a regular basis. The day this goes out, there is nothing available that week. Why? Because I'm taking care of me by taking as much off of my plate as I can while we're getting our flooring done. But there will be times available, probably this month, next month, a year from now. I am booking time to help the listeners of this podcast prioritize themselves. I love helping you take care of yourself. I think it is just the most important thing for homeschooling moms. All right. You're a human being too. You've got to remember this. Doing all of these things does take planning and it does take work. However, when you do these important things, it is an act of love to yourself and you are setting yourself up for some golden free time. If you need help getting yourself organized enough to schedule some me time, then book a free call with me. This really could be your first step as you learn to practice self-care on a regular basis. I really do love helping homeschooling parents get organized so that they have the extra time to spend on the people and things that matter most to them. So on you, on your family, on the things. For me, the thing is homeschool think tank, my podcast, my website. I love spending time on this and helping parents like you. But I couldn't do that if I didn't plan my time well. I am super productive, super efficient, and I can teach you how to do this as well. So book that call. Now let's take a moment and talk about a few easy self-care tips for moms. And here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about that next week. Why? Because I only have so much time to dedicate to this podcast each and every week. So part one here is setting yourself up for success. Part two are some ideas on what you can do with some of that free time. Now we're going to have some self-care tips that you can do with no planning. You can do it at home with the kids around you. And we're going to have some self-care tips for things that you can do, but you need to plan a little bit for them. You need to make arrangements to do this. And I'm telling you, when you do the things we talked about today, then you will be able to do these other things on a regular basis. All right, that is it for this week. Live and learn your way. My name is Jackie, and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. I want to say thank you for listening to the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, then please remember to hit the subscribe button and share it with anyone who you think would find this information useful. Thanks so much. Have a great week.